Hey friends, welcome back to Garden of Salt, the podcast for delusional people who believe that they can use their inner power to create their dream reality. I'm your host, Lila Hayes, and I'm so excited to talk about today's topic, which we're calling it, God is the cheat code. (laughs) Okay, so if we're in a simulation and we always want to know, okay, okay, if this is just a matrix, if it's a simulation, then what is the cheat code? Okay, we're all just trying to have this amazing life and just, you know, live the dream we're trying to live. It's not too much to ask, okay? So what's the cheat code? And I'm here to tell you, my friends, it is God, okay? God is the cheat code. Spirit is the cheat code. And there's really no way around this, okay? There's no shortcuts. God is the shortcut, okay? So before we get all into it, I really need to address my personal belief, my philosophy on who God really is, okay? Because I don't come from a religious standpoint. I do not associate with any religion. And that's very important because throughout this episode, I will make certain references to the Bible. I might bring up Jesus like for the purpose of storytelling because I still believe there's so much truth to all of our holy books, okay? They exist for a reason. They've been around forever, since the beginning of time for a reason, okay? And there's a lot of knowledge and wisdom in these stories, but I think religion has really done, um, kind of done a number on the world. Overall, religion, I think, has done more more good than bad. I know that might be controversial, but I think if you're you know, following religion for personal reasons, you just want to live right, I think that that's a good thing. And overall, I'm happy about it. But I think a lot of religion and religious practices, I guess you could say, have been tainted by man because that's what we do as humans. We we taint things. <laughs> so, so let me first express who I believe God to be. I'm not saying I have all the right answers. I'm just saying from my personal experience, this is how God has revealed themselves to me. I have the belief that God is within us. Okay. I believe that God is within me, God is within you, God is within the trees, the flowers, the bees, the the animals, like God is everything. I think everything is one and that's it. So by saying that God's within me, I believe that I am the word, I am the church, I am the temple. I I feel that way about everybody. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that, how should I say this? there is still, there's like a trick to this. Like, yes, God is within me, but I don't believe that God is all there is within me or within you. Okay. And I think that's why out in the world, like the Bible even tells us, you know, be in the world, but not of the world, because you cannot put your faith in the world. Because remember, if we're in a matrix, then that's not the most, you know, godly experience. You know, we're here, we're sort of trapped, we're lied to, were played, um, all these things because it keeps the matrix going. It keeps the false narrative going. So yes, God is within everything, but that doesn't mean that God is really shown in everything. God, if anything, is suppressed in a lot of things. I know me personally, I've always had a problem of putting my faith into the world, even though God tells us not to do that, right? But my whole philosophy was, okay, If God is within me and God is within all things, then I can't put my faith in the world, right? Because I'm still technically putting it in God because it's really all about perspective, right? Wrong. (laughs) I had to learn the hard way that just because God is in all things does not mean that God is expressed in all things, okay? Especially people, because at the end of the day, we still have free will. And just because I'm able to see the God in all people, does not mean that they will see the God in me and act accordingly. So this is where the matrix sort of comes in as well, right? Like these these people um, we're surrounded with can turn into these sort of agent Smiths. That's what I like to say. Like, and anyone can be an agent Smith. I've been an agent Smith at times. The the whole point, like if you've seen the matrix, it's like 
you see that they just literally will take over random people at random moments to sort of keep the matrix in check, right? Keep the dream going. So it's nothing personal. Like don't don't get mad when when you're surrounded by people who get all Agent Smith on you. <laughs> um, it just is what it is. And it really takes a level of self-awareness to not allow that Agent Smith to take over yourself. Like I know I've had experiences where all of a sudden I find myself wanting to say some matrixy shit. <laughs> Excuse my language, but like, have you ever just like found yourself like wanting to say something so utterly pointless that it's almost like, it's just so matrixy. Like, this small talk that no one really cares about and no one wants to talk about, but you almost just give right into it. I've had moments where I was aware of that in myself and I had to stop myself from even asking because it's like, I don't care because it's like, I don't even care about what I'm about to ask this person. It's just like, you know, for example, like let's say you're having a conversation with someone and um, you, you want to ask something like, oh, how's school going? When it's like, nobody cares. <laughs> like, you don't care how their studies are going. They don't want to talk about their studies. They want to forget for a second. And you can have an actual meaningful conversation with this person. But instead, we're giving into this like pointless matrix conversation, you know, and it just kind of kills the vibe. I know I've been on the receiving end of it sometimes where like I'm talking to someone and they just start asking me about like school and work and stuff that I don't want to talk about. And then it just it's like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore, you know? <laughs> and I've been on the other end of that where sometimes I'll want to ask those questions and it's like, why did I just ask that? Like, to me, that's like a, a small example of like an Agent Smith just taking over, you know? So don't be hard on yourself or on others when that happens. But just remember we're in a matrix it's just part of the territory, okay? Um, so getting back to, yes, God is in all things, but God is not always expressed, okay? We got to remember that people, people, we're human, okay? And some people will lie and scheme and treat you like you're dumb, okay? But not realizing that spirit has already told you their whole game plan, Okay, if you're connected with God and you've already know God within you, then then God will let you know. Okay, this is your intuition. Something's off about this person. Even if you don't know like exactly what their plan is, you just know this person is not who they say they are. But remember, you have the free will to listen to that inner voice or not. And just because God is within you, that doesn't that doesn't exempt you from people trying to lie on you or betray you. Okay, this is what we learned from the story of Judas. Jesus knew that Judas was going to portray him. And Judas did it anyway. Judas did it anyway as if he could go behind God's back and God wouldn't know. <laughs> like, this is God we're talking about, right? Like, if God is all-knowing, you literally cannot play God. Like, you're just, you're just going to look stupid in the end. It, it doesn't even work like that, okay? So remember, if people are going to literally play God... Okay, just think of the story of Judas. People are going to play God and try to lie and scheme on God. Then don't take it personal when people do that to you. If they don't see the God within you, that is their loss. Do not take it personal. They don't treat you with honor and respect. It's because they don't even see the God within themselves. They don't even know God yet. So it's like you can't you can't expect someone to treat you with dignity, with respect, with honor if they don't even treat themselves that way. So if people aren't treating you right, you don't take it personal. It really just comes with the territory because think about it. Jesus showed the world nothing but love. Okay, I know in the in the Bible, like the Old Testament, God's kind of like wilding out, right? Like God's a little aggressive, a little tough <laughs> to say the least. Second Testament, Jesus rolls around and he's really, he's a good guy. Like you can't, you can't tell me he's not. Jesus is just like telling you how to live with morals and, you know, be a good person and throw down your stones, you know, don't judge people, love your neighbor. Like he's a nice guy. He showed the world nothing but love. And what was he met with? Hate, hostility, murder. Okay. I'm not saying following God's going to get you killed, but you know, it, it's an extreme story for a reason. It's like, it does not matter once you follow God, like people are just, that doesn't make you exempt from people hating you. 
and trying to betray you. So just remember, when you when you walk with God, when you choose to genuinely walk with God, follow God, you're going to be hated and you have to just accept that. But it's so worth it because I'm telling you, when you walk with God, you cannot lose. And that's really why people will hate you. Like, think about it. Have you ever just seen those people where like, they just seem like they have the perfect life, (laughs) you know, like nothing goes wrong for them. They just have everything they ever wanted just handed to them. They've never had to worry about money and they've always had great friends, a great career, great family. Like these people just literally have it all. And so many people hate those type of people. You know, it's almost kind of annoying because it's like, damn, like does anything ever go wrong in your life? You know what I mean? Like, damn, is there anything you don't have? Like, how can someone be this lucky all the time? Like, that's not even fair. That's not even fair. Like, that's how it is when you're walking with God. It's like, damn, that's not even fair. This person gets everything. But you got to realize they're receiving everything because they're obedient. That's the thing. They're receiving everything because they are obedient to God. This is, again, where I have a differing belief of what obedience even means when it comes to God, okay? I feel like in the religious standpoint, it's like suppressing yourself and like, you know, not really enjoying life and just listening to God. But no, that's not what I think. I think obeying God is not a form of punishment. Really to obey God is really to just stay in alignment. You have to stay in alignment. So you need to honor yourself. You need to honor your purpose, your path. If you know something to be true in your heart, anytime you get an intuitive feeling, you have to listen to that. That is obeying God, following your intuition, no matter what anyone is saying, no matter what the world is telling you, because you know that God's word is above all else, because that intuition, that voice never lies. It's like, it's like God is incapable of lying. I don't know if God's really incapable of lying, but it's like, it's just not in God's nature. God doesn't do that. Like, there's no reason to lie to you because God is this loving consciousness residing within your body, within your temple, and it only wants the best for you. So it's not going to lie to you. It doesn't gain anything from lying because God wants to be expressed through you. So whatever your calling is, you have to do that. So God's going to let you know how to make that happen, how to do that. But it requires obeying God. God's telling you the whole game plan. God is guiding your steps, but you still have the right to walk off that path at any moment if you want to. Okay? So obeying God really is just keeping you in alignment with your higher self, with your highest purpose. And this is how I feel like it ties in with the seven deadly sins. Let's just get into that real quick because the seven deadly sins is really interesting to me because I feel like, again, they just represent being out of alignment. Okay. So for example, we have, um, envy. That's one of the sins, right? You cannot be a jealous person and be united with God. That doesn't make sense because God is abundant. God can literally manifest things out of thin air. God is mind over matter. So for you to be envious is really to be in lack mentality. If you're in lack, you cannot connect with God, okay? So you have to get over that envy and understand that there really is enough for everybody and no one's ever going to take your fair share. No one ever will. I don't care. And this is where it gets a little tricky and controversial because I feel like you look at the world, right? And people look at people like billionaires and they're like, oh my God, it's because of them. Like there's not enough money for other people. Now, I'm not going to say that's right or wrong because really this isn't about politics or, you know, economics, But that type of mentality is not going to help you get your bag. It does not matter how much money a certain billionaire has. You focusing on their bag is not going to help you get your own. And you have to trust that God's going to do whatever God needs to do to those people. If they really are out, because that's another sin, right? Greed. So don't don't act like, you know, God's God's going to do what God's going to do. Like they're not these people don't just have these amazing fabulous lives and and just never have any certain consequences when you're living in that level of greed you're not in alignment with god so don't even worry about them you need to worry about yourself stop focusing on other people and their finances focus on your own 
okay? And just believe that there is enough for you, okay? And another sin we have is lust. You cannot be living in lust and be in alignment with God. Now, this is where it gets into like the spiritual soul ties and all of that. That stuff is real, you guys. Like that stuff is so real. So you have to be very careful who you share your body with because it's not just like, oh, we're having a fun time or like whatever. Like, again, you have to block out the world because the world will tell you that hookup culture is cool. (laughs) The world will tell you that hookup culture is no big deal. Meanwhile, you're literally swapping souls with people. Like you're taking a piece of their soul, they're taking a piece of yours. So if it's, this is where it gets dangerous because, (laughs) oh yeah, I just thought of that movie. I don't know if you guys remember it. It's like probably from the early 2000s. I don't know. It's called Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan. And, you know, it's very PG, so they're only exchanging, like, a kiss and stuff. But I feel like that's the perfect example. There's, like, Lindsay, who's, like, this super lucky girl. Like, she's that girl I was talking about earlier where, like, she literally has it all. And people low-key hate her for it. It's like, how? Even her friends are, like, kind of jealous of her, right? And then she meets this guy who's the most unlucky person in the whole world. They share a kiss, and they literally swap luck. Now, all of a sudden, she has his bad luck. He has all of her good luck. And in the movie, they just kind of go back and forth, like taking each other's luck back. So I feel like that's how it is when you are intimate with someone. And that's what sucks about it is because you can do all the work, right? You can do all the work and heal yourself and get in alignment with God and bring all this good fortune your way. And if you get intimate with the wrong person who is just not living in in their truth, not following God, attracting all this bad karma, you are going to get some of their bad karma and they're going to get your good karma. That's how it is. Like all of a sudden you find yourself in lack. Like being of the times you've been in relationships, like you're single and you're like, life's great. Like everything's great. You get in a relationship. Now all of a sudden, like you're, you're living in lack all of a sudden your finances are going down. All of a sudden you're a little more sad than usual. All of a sudden you just feel so out of alignment. And then the person you're with starts coming up. (laughs) The person you're with literally just stole all your good luck. (laughs) I don't know about y'all, but I've been in that situation before and it's not fair. It's not fair. So that's another deadly sin. Like, Do not become intimate with people who you should not be intimate with. (laughs) Okay. And then we have the sin of um, anger, or I think it's called wrath. That gets you out of alignment too. Because again, God is all loving. You cannot be this super angry person, mad all the time and be in alignment with God. And also what's happening on a physical level is think about it. Every time you're mad, you're increasing your cortisol levels within the body, which literally is hurting your heart. Like that's how people get heart attacks, you know, things like that. And it's, you have to have an open heart when you're walking with God. You have to operate from a place of love because God is a love frequency. So if you have a lot of hate and anger in your body, that's going to block off your connection to God. Okay. Sloth. Okay. I don't want to get into all the sins, but this is the last one I'll discuss. But sloth is a sin because God's going to tell you what you need to do. God's going to reveal your purpose to you if if God hasn't already. And if you're not going to obey God and do what God says, then how can God, like God's not going to keep talking to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like that uh, concept of ideas being more of like this frequency. I don't know if you've heard it before where it's like ideas are not really yours. They're kind of just like floating around and ideas will go to different people. And if you don't do anything with it, all of a sudden that idea is just gone from your mind. And then that idea is going to go to someone else. And if they do something with it, then you're going to see whatever that million dollar product was or that idea was that you did nothing with because you were in your sloth energy. And this person got that idea and actually used it, you're going to be like, dang, I had that idea like two years ago. I should have just did it. Yeah, you should (laughs) have. You should have. God gave you that idea for a reason, but you chose to be in sloth. So how can you receive 
your abundance? How can you receive your divine inheritance? Okay, people want to talk about nepotism babies, but they forget that we're all nepotism babies when we're walking with God. (laughs) Okay, you are a nepotism baby. I'm a nepotism baby. If we just follow God and listen to God, we literally can have the world handed to us on a silver platter. Okay, (laughs) like that's the thing. Like y'all are actually really sleeping on God. Like that's why I wanted to make this podcast because I feel like you guys are so sleep on God. Not all of y'all, but a lot of people in general. They just forget to ask for things. They don't ask. That's the problem. You know, they say closed mouths don't get fed. Because think about it. If God was really walking around and we all just knew that this was God, it wasn't like some scam or whatever. Like, let's just play make believe for a second and be like, God is super legit here in the physical form walking around. Would we not expect God to be like living in some castle like some magical, mystical castle, right? Like this is God we're talking about. God's going to have the best of the best of the best. And would we not expect God to actually be taking care of his kids? You know, because some people act like God's like a deadbeat dad or something. Like (laughs) God is not some deadbeat. Like God is going to take care of his kids. Some people act like God is like that super rich parent. You know, there's like those rich parents who don't give their kids a penny. They're like, no, they need to work for it. They need to do what I did. I'm not giving them shit. You know, some people act like that's how God is. But no, God is a spoiler. God will spoil his kids. Okay. But the thing is, you got to listen. It's like, like, think of God as like that really rich parent, right? And you're like this nepotism baby. But say you're just like, you always get what you want from God. You're like, oh my God, God loves me. My dad loves me, right? And you always get everything you want. But then you you get on the wrong path and you start doing drugs and you're partying all the time. And God's like, God, like your parents are like, man, like we love you, but we can't support you in this lifestyle anymore. Like you're out here partying every night. You know, you're out here shooting up drugs. Like you're just not living right. So now they cut you off. If anything, that's more like how God is. Like I'm gonna have to cut you off because like you're gonna kill yourself. You're gonna end up killing yourself and I cannot watch. I cannot sit back and watch and support this lifestyle, okay? (laughs) But instead of God being like this angry parent, like cutting you off, it's really you're cutting yourself off because you're living in sin. You're living out of alignment. So you're no longer gonna have access to God's gifts, You don't have access to God's wisdom, to God's knowledge. This is why some people have stronger intuition than others is because they actually listen and they strengthen that connection. Okay, think of yourself as energy, right? Human beings, we actually are energy beings. That's like a proven fact. So, you know, think of like this little antenna coming out of your head and it's like, Some of us have really great Wi-Fi connection (laughs) and we could just talk to God all day, every day. And some people got really shitty ass connection. But why? Because what are you putting in your temple? The body is a temple. Okay. if you're eating too much, if you're living in greed, you're getting drunk all the time, things like that cut off your connection and makes the connection fuzzy. Okay, so when you're feeling punished by the world, you're being like, oh my God, God, why me? Why me? Stop blaming God. Don't blame God. You need to blame yourself because nine times out of 10, your suffering is your own fault. And I'm just going to be real with you guys. Nine times out of 10, your suffering is your own fault. The only time I feel like it's not your fault is if you're still really, really young and, you know, like maybe you weren't born in the best home environment. You weren't. You don't have the best parents. You're not in the best environment, things like that. But at a certain point, you have to take responsibility for your life. If you're out here being a hater, being jealous of people, living in greed, you know, living in excess, you're getting drunk every night, you're out here doing drugs, you're out here living in lust. Okay, that's why it seems like God's punishing you, but you're actually just punishing yourself. Okay, so don't blame God. That is not that is not God's fault. That is all you, my love. That is all you. You need to take some accountability. You have to take accountability for your actions. Okay? Because that's what really causes suffering in your life is you not obeying God, you not listening to God. You ignore your intuition and you live in sin. And that doesn't mean you're going to burn in hell after you die. Like, again, I don't have that religious viewpoint. It's like, you're going to be living in hell right now. (laughs) I believe heaven and hell is right here, right now. It's a state of mind. It's a state of being. So when you're not listening to God, 
you're living in hell. Just remember that God doesn't want us to suffer. We make ourselves suffer by not listening to God. God is not like, oh, you have to listen to me or you're suffering. God is like, look, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm going to just let you know the path that's going to bring you the most happiness, the most prosperity, but you don't have to listen to it. And if you don't walk down that path, don't blame me when things don't go your way. I already told you. I gave you the heads up. You know what I mean? That's really like God's energy is what I found in my life, at least. So if you don't want to suffer, (laughs) you need to obey God and listen to your inner voice because your inner voice is what's guiding you. Your inner voice is your intuition. It's your heart and your gut. That's how you connect to God. And you need to keep that signal as clear as possible. I'm not saying you got to like live perfectly and like be this nun, okay? (laughs) I'm not saying never have a drink again and never go out and just like live life. Like, no, just be smart with it. That's all. And once your purpose is revealed to you, you just have to commit to it above all else because that's really the only reason you're here right now. Everything else is a distraction. And again, I'm not saying don't have fun and and look around and give into the distractions every now and then, but don't forget why you're actually here. And don't give into the distractions so much that you end up no longer in communication with God. And now you got to go through these cleanses and all this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even really believe you need to be doing stuff like fasting unless you've been out of alignment. If you're living in alignment every day, you don't need to fast. You don't need to do all these things. At least I've noticed in my life, I don't need to do those things. But I would need to do it if I've been out of alignment for too long. You know what I mean? The reason why I feel like it's so hard for a lot of people to really follow God and listen to God is because it takes <laughs> it takes a certain level of delusion. You know what I mean? Like You have to just throw logic out the window when you follow God. And that's not going to be easy for everybody. <laughs> that is not going to be easy for everyone, but we cannot be logical all the time. Okay? To be human is to be a spiritual being in a physical world. So we're like constantly walking this tightrope. So having all logic is not going to be beneficial to you. I'm not saying you can't use your brain. Obviously, use it. Use what God gave you. But at the same time, understand that God's word is above all. So I don't care what the world looks like. I don't care how the situation looks. If something inside of you is saying not to trust a certain person or a certain job or not to go somewhere, even if it's just like, you know what? Something's telling me not to go out tonight. Let me stay. Let me just stay at home. It's things like that, that there's really no logic behind it. But then the next day you might have found out like, oh man, good thing you didn't go to the club that night. Like there was a shooting. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's what I mean by just listening to that voice no matter what, even when there's no logic. It's just something's in you telling you not to do something or telling you to do something and you just obey that voice, okay? But I, I'm not someone that wants to just preach. I believe that the best way to teach anyone is to lead by example. And I'm feeling called now to finally share the story of how God has worked, you know, his hand in my life. Now I'm not getting into like every time, obviously God's been involved in my life, but I want to talk about one of the biggest examples because that was when I truly was like, okay, it's me and God. Like I, I've just seen too much to where I can't just act like God's not real. (laughs) I'm only doing myself a disservice, you know? So I wanted to talk about my journey from moving from California to Houston, Texas. I don't want to make it too long, but I just want to, I just got to give you all the good parts, you know? Okay. So I remember being in California and just, I was just definitely in lack. It was so hard for me to save any money. There was no way I could like live on my own. I was still living with my family at the time. I couldn't afford my own apartment. I'm like, how are people just like doing this? Right. And I kept feeling in my spirit that I wasn't supposed to be in California anymore. Like I had experienced what I needed to experience and it was time to move on. And something was also telling me in my spirit to start totally fresh, like go to Houston with no job. (laughs) This is what I mean, y'all. I'm telling you, when you follow God, it requires a certain level of delusion and faith. And it's, it's not easy. It's scary. 
Like, I don't know how many people will be like, I'm just having the feeling to move across the country and have no job security when I get there. Like the average person is not going to do that. So like God knows that like God is asking a lot of you. God is like, please put your logic away for a second. I got you. I'm telling you, you'll be okay. So I just want to preface this story with that because I don't want y'all hearing my story and taking my advice and being like, oh my God, I did that and it didn't work out for me. Look, I'm telling you, you have to have a a delusional level of faith for this to work out for you. At least that's my opinion, okay? So I remember it was like one of my last days at my job at the time that I didn't enjoy. It wasn't bringing me any happiness. And I knew that this job though was something I could transfer with so that I could at least have that stability. But I just kept feeling like, no, do not transfer with this job. Like you're, no, we're not doing that. So I asked God for a sign. I asked God for a sign one time. I was in my backyard working out and I paused my workout. My thoughts were just going too crazy. I paused my workout and I said, God, if I go to Houston without this job and I end up getting a new job, doing something that I love, then show me a yellow butterfly. Okay, that's what I asked God. I said, show me a yellow butterfly. And I was so scared to not see this yellow butterfly that I was just like, you know, within like a day or two. (laughs) I'm giving myself so much time. I'm giving God like all the time in the world because I'm just like, I just want to see this damn yellow butterfly. And mind you, where I live, just like, you can see butterflies like every once in a while, but I wouldn't see yellow butterflies. Like if anything, I might see a monarch, but it wasn't even like an everyday thing, like not even a weekly thing. So that's why I feel like a yellow butterfly was just a good example. So I, I put my prayer out there, distract myself from it, get back to the workout. I kid you not, you guys, I'm not, you can't even make this stuff up. Not even two minutes later, all of a sudden this yellow butterfly flies right in front of my face and hovers around for a little bit like to make sure that I see it it's like right in front of my face this yellow all yellow butterfly and then just flies away and when I tell you I literally started crying tears of joy and at that moment I was like okay God I'm I'm following you like I'm so scared to do this right now but I'm gonna trust you and I ended up moving to Houston no job I lied to my family by the way I told my family I had a job because I just didn't want their extra worry and stress. (laughs) So I did lie to my family. I was like, yeah, yeah, I start next week. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I get to Houston, right? And mind you, also what was so special about this, this drive, I drove all the way from California to Houston and I saw yellow butterflies the whole way and the further I got the more butterflies I saw like sometimes I see like a couple then all of a sudden I'd see like 10 yellow butterflies at once and I was just like oh my god it was just this sweet little special thing that just made me feel like God was with me every step of the way you know because I was scared like I've always kind of been scared to drive long distance so seeing those little yellow butterflies just really really helped calm my nerves um so I get to Houston then I remember it was like three days, four days in, and I started getting worried because I'm like, okay, because I moved in the middle of a month. So it's like, okay, my rent's due in two weeks. You know, most jobs pay within two weeks. So it's like, if I don't get a job like now, like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I didn't have a lot in my savings. So I was just like freaking out. I'm like, again, like talking to God. This time I'm kind of talking from a state of fear. I'm like, God, you told me to come here. You told me everything was going to work out. Like, I don't, I haven't heard from you. I just felt like I wasn't hearing God and I was freaking out. So after I'm like freaking out, right, I am getting a check in the mail from my last job. And this amount was literally $888. (laughs) And I've never ever in my life had a paycheck that was an angel number before. And, you know, of course I look up the angel number. It's like abundance. Don't worry. Like new things are coming. Money's coming. Like basically telling me to just calm the F down. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. This can't be a coincidence. Like the yellow butterfly, the 888, right? Cool. And then I knew I was like, okay, at least I have enough money. Plus with my savings, like I'm not going to struggle with rent or whatever. Then literally the next day I end up connecting with the woman who... I ended up working for. So (laughs) God just like led me down this rabbit hole in social media. I don't know how I got there or how I connected with my boss, 
but literally I ended up hitting her up. She responds immediately and she's like, yeah, we're actually going to have an audition tomorrow. Like, why don't you come? And I was like, okay, great. So I go and everything went perfectly. I get the job that same day and I literally start working that weekend. And (laughs) I know I kind of just like skimmed over that, but it's crazy because I told y'all with the yellow butterflies, like, God, am I going to do something that I actually love? Like, actually, I don't know if I said that, but basically when I asked, I was like, I'm going to do what I love for a living. If I don't transfer with this job, show me the yellow butterfly. Boom. So I get this job literally as an entertainer working at these nightclubs. uh, I get a job as a go-go dancer. So unconventional, so random. Didn't even know that was a job. And I already have like a background in you know, entertainment and dancing. So it was just perfect. Like I got this perfect job that hit everything I wanted on the list. Mind you, I actually wrote a list before even moving to Houston of like my dream job. And I did talk about this in another podcast episode, but I was like, you know, I want a job where I'm entertaining people. I'm doing what I love. Uh, I get to sleep in. I'm not working full time, like blah, blah, blah. And I felt like at the time, what I was asking for was extremely unrealistic, but I wrote it down anyway. And when I got to Houston, that job as a go-go dancer literally hit every single thing on my list of what I wanted in a job. I got to sleep in. I only worked basically part-time and it was enough money to pay rent and not just pay rent, but like save, you know, still go out, have a good time. Like, I mean, God really showed the fuck out. Like when I tell you God showed out for me, God showed out for me. And it was because I obeyed it was because I obeyed and I didn't give in to fear. I didn't give in to logic. Well, let me just get this job that I hate just so I have stability. No, no. God's like, do not do that. I'm telling you right now, don't do that. Like, you're going to be fine. I already have a job for you lined up, girl. Like, God's like, stop. <laughs> God is like, please stop. You're stressing me out. <laughs> Okay, and the reason why I wanted to tell that story is because that's what it looks like to radically follow God. I literally asked God for a sign. Okay, so I wasn't like totally blind, but in a way it still is a level of this blind faith, right? I'm like, God, if I'm going to have this great life, show me a yellow butterfly. Okay, (laughs) and God showed it immediately and made sure that I saw it. Okay, it wasn't like you can't tell me like, oh, that's just a coincidence. Especially because after that, I didn't even see a yellow butterfly again until I was on the road to Houston. You mean to tell me that was a coincidence too? You mean to tell me my final check for my job was an angel number? That was a coincidence? You mean to tell me I got my dream job? Or I wouldn't say like my dream job, but you know, like a really great job where I'm doing what I love for a living. That was a coincidence too. Like at some point you can't just chalk everything up to coincidences. And that's what I mean by you just have to have this certain level of faith. You cannot be this non-believer and and really live within the gates of heaven. Like to me that's what I meant. Like I was living in heaven literally like my heaven on earth. I got everything I wanted and God God made sure I got everything I wanted and then some because I obeyed God. I didn't listen to anything anyone was saying. And that's why sometimes you have to deliberately keep information from certain people because they will get all matrixy on you. They will get all Agent Smith on you and put too much doubt and fear in your mind. Okay, because something in my heart was telling me, do not tell your family that you're going there without a job. Because my family is very matrixy. I love them to death, but they're just like so Agent Smithy, you know, which is crazy because like my family's actually extremely religious, but that's the irony of it. You'll see like a lot of religious people actually live in fear. Um, so just remember that, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not even religious, but I'm over here really following God, you know? And then there's people who swear they're following God and they're really not, they're really not, they're really living in fear. They really let the the world get to them um and that just comes with again like you can't have too much logic when you're following god god said do not tell your family because i knew that they were going to put all this fear in my mind so i lied to everybody i lied to everybody just in case it ended up getting back to my family i just had to god told me it was okay sorry see sometimes god says it's okay to lie if it's for your own protection (laughs) sometimes you got to throw people off track okay I knew what was up. I didn't know what I was going into, but I was trusting in that yellow butterfly as if my life depended on it. And it paid off. I tell this story because God is going to talk to all of us in different ways. 
because God is within you. So God knows what you need to hear. God knows what signs you need to see. And it's really important that you develop a genuine relationship with God. Okay. This is why I'm, this is why I named the whole podcast. God is the cheat code because I could have done everything in my power from a place of ego, right? Everything in my power, not listening to my intuition and just following logic. And I would have still been miserable right now. I would have still been paycheck to paycheck. I would have still been suffering. But once I was like, you know what? This isn't working for me. Let me just try following God. Just try it out. Like you have nothing to really lose. It's not like you're winning right now anyway, if you're not following God. So just try it out. Why not? Start living in alignment, start talking to God, and just see if you finally get everything that you want in life. That's the cheat code. And it's not even like you have to suffer in the process. It's just like, get in alignment. That's not a bad thing. Just think of it as going on a cleanse, (laughs) you know, cleanse the body, cleanse the mind, cleanse your spirit. And all of a sudden you start to hear God. Okay. And if you need help, discerning God's voice. Cause I know a lot of us might be like, okay, I think sometimes I'm hearing God. I think it's my intuition, but I don't really know if it's my intuition or anxiety. Here's my advice. What I want you to do, and you could do this either waking up early or right before bed. I think early is better because at least you're like starting to wake up, but do what works for you. I don't know your schedule. So I would say, wake up early, drink a little water. Don't put any food in your system, nothing else. Don't check your phone. Do not put anything in your brain. I want you to sit up, clear your head, take deep breaths, okay? And try to just quiet your mind. And in that silence, early in the morning, I want you to ask yourself a question, either in your head or out loud. And by saying ask yourself, I want you to really be trying to ask God. Ask God a question, but you're really asking yourself, okay? And it can be any question you want, It does not matter what this question is. And if you are directing this question to God and you you ask the question and you sit in silence afterward, you will get an immediate answer. I'm serious. With God, there is no lingering. There is no second guessing. There's no waiting. You will get an immediate answer from within you. It'll come in the form of a thought. Maybe it'll come in the form of an image. I know some people don't think in thoughts. I I found, I just learned that recently. (laughs) Some people think in imagery and some people think in words. So I don't know how it's going to come to you, but ask God a question and wait for the answer and it'll come right away. That is God. Okay. Because remember, God knows all things. There's no second guessing. There's no like, oh, let me Google it real quick. No, God already knows and just told you the answer straight up. It's that easy to talk to God. Now, here's the trick. If you try this and you don't hear anything, um, hold on, before I even get into that, I want to just say, if you're confused, like, okay, well, how do I know that's really God or just like not my own brain? You'll know it's not you because there's no logic behind it. Like I said, there's no thinking process. There's no like emotion behind it. It's just an answer. It just is what it is. You know how your intuition is just like unknowing. That's how you can discern it between anxiety or intuition. It's like something's just telling me to do this. Something's just telling me not to do this. Like there's no emotion behind it. It just is what it is. When that feeling comes, that is God. Okay. And if you're talking to spirit like this and you hear nothing at all, I'm going to be honest with you, that means you're out of alignment because you should get an answer to whatever you're asking. And sometimes the answer will be like, look, I'm going to tell (laughs) y'all one time I I did this and I asked a question and immediately I got, you don't need to know that right now. (laughs) God straight up said, you don't need to know that right now. Instead, you need to be focused on this. And I was like, dang, okay, you right. You know, I'm just, I'm just asking like this distraction of a question. Like God's over here telling me what to do. And I'm asking some distract, like something I don't need to be doing or worried about, at least not right then and there. So then I listened to it though. I obeyed, I obeyed that answer and I did what God told me to do. You need to focus on this instead. I was like, okay, did that. Next day I come back to God. I do the same thing in the morning and then God answered the question I had from the previous day. 
I'm telling you, like, this is how it works. It's so crazy. Like, and it's really cool, honestly, just having like this communication, this relationship with God. Um, But like I said, if you're not hearing anything, that means you're out of alignment. So you need to check yourself. You need to have some self-awareness and be like, okay, what am I not doing? Am I living in envy? Am I living in lust? Am I living in lack? Am I living in greed? Am I partying too much? Am I drinking too much? Am I eating too much? Okay, not to be controversial, because I know we're, we're in a climate now where it's like body positivity, eat what you want, health is fine. But it's not even about that. Like, it's not even about your image. It's just like, if you eat too much food, your body doesn't eat that much food. Like, let's just be real. And that gets you out of alignment with God when you overeat. It's just the truth. Like, don't be mad at me. I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> eat until you feel satisfied and go about your day. Okay, food does not exist for our pleasure. Food exists to give us energy. That's it. Okay, view food as more of like medicine and health. And I'm just here. I just need to eat this so I can survive. I'm not saying you can't enjoy the the bullshit. I still love to eat a pizza every now and then, you know. But I'm saying like, don't just be eating all the time just because, you know, like you like to eat when you're bored. You can't be doing stuff like that and then be in alignment with God. It literally blocks your connection. I notice I feel like I can't hear God's voice as strongly after I've had a really, really big meal and I'm stuffed. You know, now I'm feeling kind of tired. I'm feeling a little sloth. You see how it's like this whole domino effect. Okay, so that's really what it's about. Like no one's trying to hate on you for eating. Please don't take it that way. Okay, but like I said, if if we are trying to connect to God and you want that connection to be crystal clear, you just got to be in alignment. And that's a good way to test how in alignment you are. Try that method. Wake up in the morning. Talk to God. If you don't hear anything at all or if it's just super, super faint, like you could tell something's trying to come out of your brain and give you an answer, but it's not quite clear. Just get in alignment. You know, use that day as a cleanse eat something healthy, you know, check your mental space, all that stuff. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain by just trying this method. I know this podcast was kind of all over the place and I hope it flowed okay. (laughs) I feel like I've just kind of been talking, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's just, I've just seen God work so many miracles in my life that It brings genuine joy. Like, you really do feel like, dang, like you get to wake up in paradise every day. And I just want other people to feel that. And I'm not here to convince anyone that God is real or anything like that. I feel like my audience are are people who understand spirit to a certain degree. And they're just trying to find ways to live the life that they want, right? Because if God is within us, God just wants to be expressed. You know, it kind of reminds me of like, (laughs) it reminds me of the movie Happy Feet, if you've seen it. It's so cute. But you know how every penguin just had like their song? Like every penguin has their own song within them and they have to just find that voice, find that song and let it out, you know? So I feel like that's us. It's like, we all have our own expression of God within us. And we just have to find out what that expression is and live it, okay? Because... To truly embrace God and allow God to be expressed within you is an act of rebellion in this matrix. It's an act of self-love for yourself, but it's an act of rebellion to the world. And that's why I said the world is going to hate you. That's why when you start succeeding, you're going to have haters. I'm just letting y'all know now. But it's so worth it because you're going to get everything you wanted in life. And you're still going to be surrounded by the right people who do love you and want the best for you. So fuck a hater. (laughs) fuck a hater like you're here to express yourself that's it and and you need to obey the god within you if you really want the cheat code to life you want the cheat code to happiness prosperity abundance god is really the only way and this is why i do understand when religious people are like oh jesus is the only way or allah is the only way it's just like i know what you mean Like, yeah, it's like obeying yourself, obeying the God within you. This is why in the Bible it tells us, seek first the kingdom of God and all shall be given onto you. That is so true. To seek God is to seek yourself. It's to seek your true self. It's to seek what your purpose is. And then once it's revealed to you, you commit to that purpose. 
you obey that purpose. When I finally committed to God, when there was no logic to show otherwise, God made sure I was taken care of. And if God would protect me, God's going to protect you. God's even looking out for the flowers. Okay. I think this is in the Bible too. Like God takes care of the flowers. The flower does not worry if the bee is ever going to come. The flower blooms and the bee arrives. That's what it's like following God. It's like, God, it's like, I just need you to bloom. I just need you to do your, your job. The flower is just doing its job. It's doing all it knows how to do. And God makes sure that the bees come. God makes sure, makes sure that the rain comes, the sun comes, so that that flower can get every single thing that it needs so that it can do its job. God does not want you suffering. God does not want you worried about bills. God knows you have rent to pay. God literally knows all of that. God's like, just do what I'm telling you to do. And everyone's journey is going to look different. For me, God said to move without a job. God might not tell you to do that. For some people, God's like, okay, yeah, move with this job. Or, okay, let's take it part time. God knows what you need in your situation. So I'm not telling you go quit your job and follow your passion and all that. You need to talk to God about that. The last thing I want is for you guys to listen to this episode and be like, oh my God, I quit my job because of you. And now there's an eviction notice on my door. No, no, no. I did not tell you to do that. (laughs) I told y'all what God told me to do and how it worked out for me. And I've been taken care of ever since. Okay. I decided to be the flower who's like, fuck it. I'm just going to bloom. And that's it. And the bees have come. The rain has come. The sunshine has come. That's the whole point of my story. So you need to get in alignment with God and ask God, God, what do you want me to do right now today? And that's something you can ask. Like with that morning routine I told you about, you don't need to stress what you're going to ask God. Just be like, okay, God, what do you want me to do today? I love asking God that question. God, what do you want me to do today? And whatever is revealed to you, just do it and see what happens. Like, what do you really have to lose? So that's it. God's the cheat code. God is within you. To obey God is to obey yourself, to honor yourself, honor your temple, and to listen to the word of God above all else. Okay? We don't listen to the world. We don't listen to the matrix. We don't listen to the agent Smiths. We listen to ourselves and our inner voice, no matter what. I don't care how crazy someone's going to make you look, how crazy you're going to feel. When you see God work miracles in your life because you chose to obey, it gets easier and easier to listen to God every time to the point where like you already know what's up. Okay, but it's a journey. It's a process. So don't be hard on yourself. If you start to follow God and then you get off the path, like we're still human, but you will never stray too far to where you can't come back. Okay, so that's the real cheat code you guys so i hope this episode wasn't too all over the place i hope you guys liked it and i hope it brought some insights and that there's something you can gain from this episode that you can take to your life and test it out and just see what works for you okay because god has done such a number on my life and i'm no different than you So if it can happen to me and if it happens for the flowers and the bees and everybody, I know it can happen for you. It just takes a level of discipline and self-love. So that is it. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a rating. And if you're listening on YouTube, go ahead and leave a like and subscribe and go ahead and also follow Garden of Salt on Instagram. And you can also support this podcast if you feel called to. There should be a link in the description of this podcast episode. And there's links available on the Instagram page. So thank you guys so much for listening. And may God work miracles in your life. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.